Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Monday, May 24th, 2021. We are brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Sedation Dentistry. If you have a lot of dental work that needs to be done, there is no more convenient way to do it and pain-free way to do it than Sedation Dentistry is specialty of the great people at Today's Dentistry, 317-849-2933. Hit subscribe, punch like, ring the bell, let's go, let's talk about sports real quick, and then we're going to... Hear from Marvell Tell, cornerback for the Indianapolis Colts, and Kevin Pritchard, president of the Indiana Pacers. The blackout for the Indianapolis 500, they have to lift this thing. This year and for always, under the best of circumstances, it makes no sense whatsoever. It has a negative impact on the gate. All right, you don't sell more tickets because you black it out. You sell less. Live coverage of this race increases gate because interest becomes higher as kids watch and understand just how cool this thing is. So no blackout. Let's get beyond the blackout. Post-blackout, there is no other blackout in American sports of any kind. There's no live and local blackout. Just stop it, for God's sake. And for sure this year, 135,000 at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway this coming Sunday for the 105th running of the Indianapolis 500. All the tickets are sold. You have nothing to gain. It's absurd. Lift the blackout so we can all watch regardless of COVID restrictions. All right. And if you want to read more about it, I wrote about it today at KentSterling.com. Marvell Tell, quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, he opted out last year because of COVID. So let's hear from Marvell Tell. Why did he opt out? Oh, man, that was just a personal decision uh, with so much you know, uncertainty in the world. Um, you know, just decided to take that opportunity as a voluntary opt-out and, you know, take care of myself and my family. And what was the opt-out year like? I'm a football player. You know, it's something I was born to do in a way, been playing forever. So it was just an extended offseason for myself, uh, watching the team, cheering the, team, uh, the team on as, uh, as they're playing in, in that regular season and, and postseason. Um, and, you know, just, just watching, from, watching and supporting from afar. 
Did Marvell have any second thoughts at all throughout last year's season? I didn't have any regrets. Um, you know, the, the the decision was made, and uh, you got to roll with it. So, uh, you know, I took full advantage of, of that time. I feel like I got, I got better in my skill work and, and my, my technical work. And, um, you know, kept my, kept my head in the playbook and was just waiting for this opportunity. And did Marvell have any doubts about how the front office and the coaching staff was going to perceive his decision to opt out? I mean, that's always something that'll float in the back of your head. But, um, you know, Coach Reich and, and Chris Ballard were very supportive of my decision, um, as well as the other players that made the decision on the squad. And, um, you know, it was, it was all love. I kept in, kept in contact throughout the whole time. So it's, it's like a family here. Right. Uh, I wasn't just gone, you know, went, went ghosts throughout that whole time. No, it was um, there was communication going on and, you know, I felt like I was still part of the part of the squad. Have there been any positive differences in the level of play because of the year off? Um, I feel like I got healthier. Um, I got a year of corner under my belt. So a little more comfortable there, getting, you know, getting that groove there. And, um, you know, I just feel a little faster, a little stronger. Um continued to work throughout that whole time. There was no no slacking for real. And how did Marvell feel on that first day back? Uh, definitely didn't feel like a rookie, <laughs> but um, you know, not entitled in any way. I'm here to work and uh, here to earn my keep, as everyone else is. Um, it, it just felt good to be back doing what I love, though. Uh, playing ball, running around, talk a little smack. You know, be with the guys. That's Marvell Tell, quarterback, Indianapolis Colts. Let's hear from Kevin Pritchard, president of the Pacers. Is Nate Bjorkren going to be the head coach of the Pacers in 2021-2022? He is our coach as of now, and I'm going to have a a fair discussion with him. And my goal is, I don't think it's fair uh, to look back at this season after winning 34 games with a dismantled roster without having some good things that I felt good about, too. So... Um, I'm not, I'm not committed either way. Is Kevin fully committed running it back with five starters who never played a single moment together on the floor this past year? I would have loved to seen this starting five together. You know, I go back to what Larry Bird has always told me in this business. And if you have three guys and go get 25 in any given night, you got a chance to be successful. Well, Malcolm can Karras certainly can. T.J. Warren was one of the best players in the bubble and averaged, I don't know, 28 or 30 points. Um, and, and, and Domas, uh, although he's not, you know, uh, he can score, I think his best thing is setting screen and passing, and that fits with those first four. And, and quite frankly, Miles, with his defense, what I didn't know is, if this team came together, how good they would be or not good. And from an evaluation standpoint, that's difficult for me. And how can Kevin sell a fan base on a brighter future, running back the same players with the same coach and not sound like he's making excuses? You're bringing back TJ. You're bringing back a half better player in Karras. And then uh, can we make some um, uh, moves can we draft? Can we make make a trade that potentially helps this team to get in it? I'm hopeful. And then if we can't, you'll know it because you'll see us go in a completely different direction and look to the future. One of the things that we, you know, the last four years, a lot of times you have time to build up a team. 
But when I took over, it was we were going to keep winning. And so we did the Victor trade. We did the TJ Warren trade. We did the, the Brogdon trade. And that, that hopefully uh, that team won 50 games last year. So I think we've got enough foundational pieces that allow us that, that, that feel that we're comfortable enough that we can take it and get back to that sort of 50 win season um, just by bringing these guys back. Now, I'm not, I'm not making that promise. If we can improve on any position, we'll take a look at it, but we're not going to be desperate to just make deals to just make deals. And what's Kevin going to talk about with his season ending meeting with Nate Bjorkman? I think the biggest thing without going too much into it is, you know, any position at a high level in the NBA, you got to be willing to learn and adjust. And so I believe that he'll be very self-reflective and I think he'll learn from it, but I've got to sit down and have that conversation. So to me, it's, it, it's the learning ability to learn to change, to, to learn to figure out what you're good at, what you're not, and then what you're not good at, try to get the best people to do it and trust those people. And so, you know, around that is, is the core of what's important for me and Nate going forward. To follow up real quick, would you expect changes in the coaching staff as well? If Nate, I, I, I don't know yet. Um, you know, individually, I, I, I love our, our, our guys, you know, they, I can't tell you how hard I'm, I'm, I know you guys know this, but it was a challenging year, but our guys, you know, we had the scuffle with uh, Greg and, uh, and uh, Goga and, you know, we didn't like that, but those guys the next day hugged and, you know, tried to make each other better. So I think there's some redeeming qualities and some good, good talent on the bench. And so, you know, we just got to figure out how to get everybody performing at a higher level. Does Kevin believe that Nate connected with the players? You know, there's an ebb and flow of the, of the year. And there were times when I, I, I'd say yes, that he was, they were dialed in and sometimes not as much. Um, but that's a challenging position. You know, you're trying to make a lot of people happy and you're trying to, you know, there's, there's this balance. There's an art and science of coaching. And there's no doubt Nate has like this incredible science of coaching X and O's, what play to call and uh, how, you know, how to manage the X and O's within a game and to teach it. And then there's the art. And that is, you know, I've, I've, I've been lucky. I've been around some amazing uh, emotionally intelligent coaches. And I think that's there for Nate. I really do but that's got to be improved. And, and, you know, I had a 15 minute conversation with Nate and he was very self-reflective. He's like, I know I've got to get better at this. I want to get better at this. And so I've got a young coach who's got some super talent in, in X and O's, but needs some improvement in, in human management. And, you know, if you're willing to do it, that's half the, you know, Again, you learn a ton more by your losses than your wins. We all know that. And so he's gone through a bare – the articles that were written were, were kind of BS, uh, some of the things. But, you know, he wants to be a great coach, and I, I think there's something there. And we asked Kevin, can the Pacers win 
in Indianapolis without getting the kind of elite level player that it seems like markets like Indianapolis have a tough time attracting? Getting the top players is like the most important thing. If you can't get that, then my thought has always been bring in as many, bring five really quality players. They might not be the superstars, but really good basketball players. And those five together can overcome some of the, uh, the the top level talent because we can't get those. So I wanted to see if that this group was that five group. Now, when you take Malcolm, Karras, TJ Warren, let, let me let me say something about TJ real quick first. Um, we missed his offense, but what really no one is talking about is we missed his defense. He became a very good defender. And in this league, if you don't have a big wing defender, you got no shot. And that's the story that is, in my mind, told every night because we were asking Justin and, you know, later in the year, O'Shea, uh, a guy from the G League, to, to guard Giannis and Tatum and Butler and those kind of guys. And you can't do that. We needed TJ Warren out there to play those guys couple of free agents in T.J. McConnell and Doug McDermott. What are the Pacers' plans vis-a-vis those guys? Well, we had good conversations with them. I think um, I, I've seen some of the things that you guys interviewed them and, and that they said that they're core to what we've done. They, they, you know, they're two feet in on the Pacers. One of the things I, I got, you know, was really important to me is they were super thankful for Nate. Um, and the, the way that he they used that talent and how they got that talent. But it, it sure was special for me to watch those guys blossom. And quite frankly, we don't win 34 games if those guys aren't playing well on the night and night out. But, you know, there's there's certain roles that they, they're, they're good at. And, you know, quite frankly, at times we probably played them too much. Um, but they, they, in, in my opinion, they both stepped up. They proved that they're, they're important NBA players. And, and probably more important than that, they know who they are. They can look in the mirror. And, and they, they've given all indication that they want to be back. And, and, and we'll have those discussions. But they're going to have – they played so well that they're going to have, uh, they're going to have suitors. There's no about, doubt about that they're going to have – you know, in a, in a summer when the free agency is not normally, it's not as good this year, that they're, they're going to have some value. So it'll be our job to have conversations with them and their agents. But, you know, both of them, you know, feel great about being here, feel great about the community, and, and they fit us. They fit us what they're about. And uh we're hopeful that, that they'll be back. I got to be careful because I don't want to get fined for talking about future free agents, but I, I think you get the gist. That's Kevin Pritchard. Seems like he's pretty well committed to Nate Bjorkman and those five starters in addition to Jeremy Lamb and just bringing this thing back and trying to figure out next season whether what happened this season was about flawed construct, flawed coaching, or just about injuries, and I can't blame him. We don't know what this is yet. Let's see what it is before we cast it out. Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 6 a.m. on Facebook Live, and then immediately thereafter on YouTube. I cannot wait to talk to you then. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.